What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy Chris Dow. You are tuned in to the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 142, NFL Week One recap. We're gonna talk about we're gonna get a little more deep dive into the Chiefs game on Thursday and tap in a little bit, you know, future podcast and what's gonna happen next week. And we're gonna recap week one, man. You know, especially the AFC West, because you know, we got some things to speak on. So let's talk Chiefs. Yeah, Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl Miss Nicole. Queen okay. of Hustle, baby. Uh huh. Started from the bottom, now we here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hear the truth. Uh huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. Hey. Arrowhead Chiefs podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come back for reviews. Hey. Out here rapping for the crew. Post game highlights, go subscribe uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. If you miss the play, come back for reviews. Post game highlights, go subscribe uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. Hey. And welcome back. Hope everybody's having a good Monday. What's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling? Feeling good, just ready for this overreaction Monday. First one of the year. You know, everybody has to play. Everybody's got to play Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. Right. Business is business, but that's why you still got a full season. A long yes, way to sir. go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, before we get into the week one recap, let's talk about the game on Thursday because uh, – Mark, we haven't talked to you since we had the little post game, you know, uh, after the game, uh, me, Ty, and Clarence. But uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on the game and what you saw. Um, just typical stuff. I mean, yeah, some of the stuff is just hard to adjust. Um, I had, I really didn't, I really wasn't going to complain much about the defense at all. I mean, really, I mean, the scoreboard says twenty one, but in all actuality, they gave up fourteen. Um, I was actually predicting it was going to be more of a, on the higher end. I thought it was going to be somewhere in the 30. So the fact that they only gave that few points, I had, I didn't have much complaints. Um, offensive side, I thought, you know, them having to make the adjustments, it shows. And typically what we've seen with uh, Chiefs teams in the in the past is that sometimes when it comes to adjustments and everything, sometimes it goes well, sometimes it don't go so well. And um, I thought with uh, Kelsey being hurt, I thought it was a big blow. Um, I thought it exposed as far as like with the receiving core a little bit. Um, I know they, as far as their history kind of says, like when you got somebody like Kelsey, somebody special like him, and what he's able to do underneath and um, the attention that he draws, bringing double teams, it's it's uh, gets separation from some of these receivers. You know, you see it every once in a while, but um, it just it just wasn't the case. But you know, I think it's a great learning curve for him. Um, it's tough to go. It's tough to start the season on an L. But um, so just like you said, you know, we still got 17, 18, some odd weeks to, to go. They still got time to adjust. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I always consider it more so like all those the regular season, I could more so consider it as a, a full game preseason game because it's actually the first game that they're actually playing all four quarters. Um, I think they'll be fine. I would like to see more of the running game get going. I think it's just more so you trying to see what that looks like with um, Pacheco coming off an injury. Um, it was nice to see... Um, it was nice to see Noah Gray get some uh, get some action. I thought he did good stepping in, doing what he, he doing what he could do. It was nice to see Rasheed Rice get on the board. I thought that was a big plus. Um, um, the receiving cores last year. I mean, obviously with this guy Moore, it took him a little bit to get on the board with a touchdown. But to see that to um, 
see him get that touchdown early. That's actually a really good sign in him, him getting some targets. Um, Tony, I'm not going to beat up on him that much. I mean, I kind of predicted that, you know, it might be, you know, you're coming off an injury. You don't get that many reps in preseason. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not all on him. I mean, you still got other receivers. You know, he still could play, still could have been made. Um, just like those, those typical stuff, you know, that stuff that can be worked out. You know, we still got a long way to go. So don't don't hit the panic button, people. I don't know what all was said. Like I said, been away from social media for a little bit, but I think they'll be just fine. So just chill out, buckle your seatbelts, and let's get going. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, I agree with that with a lot of what he said. I mean, the defense, considering, you know, that Chris Jones was out, the defense held their own. The run defense held their own, too. Uh, Gibbs was was able to get his uh, yards. Obviously, Montgomery getting 21 yards, 74, or 21 carries, 74 yards. So he wasn't that efficient. Um, Gibbs was obviously far more efficient. I thought that the defensive line, though, as a whole, played better than what I expected heading into this game. I did expect them to give up a lot more points, considering that the defense, like uh, Mark said, only gave up 14 points because of that, the uh, – pick six I really you can't you can't be mad at the defense they went out there and held their own the offense just did not help them at all even when Trent McDuffie created that fumble uh, we didn't come we didn't score anything off that so obviously that hurts and when the offense had multiple chances to you know to be able to win this game they put themselves in positions and then just drops and just really technical stuff cost them this game. It's still early in the season, so I'm really not surprised that that's how they lost this game. I mean, this stuff happens, you know, earlier in the year, especially Tony. You know, everybody's killing him, and I did a little bit after the game, but it's time to move on. I think, you know, he'll bounce back this week. Uh, he didn't have a whole training camp at all. He missed all of that very first practice, you know, didn't. So he's still trying to work, uh, you know, work the kinks out and stuff like that. So I'm not that worried about Tony. Um, I am a little bit worried about Sky Moore, though, considering, you know, we we heard about how this was supposed to be a big season for him from the Chiefs front office, from Andy Reid and, uh, you know, other people like that. And really, it, it hasn't started that way. And he struggled to get open. He ran like, I think it was like 30-something routes and only got four targets off of that. So that's definitely a, not a great sign. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah, I, I I agree with a lot of stuff you guys said. Um, I'm not gonna kill the. I think that they had to scrap a lot of stuff that they wanted to do, yeah. uh, especially when the Kelsey injury happened happened on the Tuesday. Um, that was the last practice of the week, and so the so it, it put a little monkey wrench into their plans against Detroit. And so Andy Reid, as, as great as he is, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have to do stuff on the fly and scrap a lot of your playbook, um, it kind of handicaps you. And even with the handicap, we still should have won the game. You know, if we catch any of those passes, we win the game. Um, if Tony doesn't have that deflection and that pick six, you know, we win the game. So, you know, there were some situational football things that I felt like the coaching staff put the offense in in a bad spot. You know, um, the, that Blake, once again, that Blake Bell, you know, third and one, he runs across the middle. And then, but this time he didn't even do the, I'd rather him do the QB sneak than to do that Rasheed Rice handoff. Like mm -hmm. nobody's getting fooled with that. And somebody made a good point was, if you're going to do that Blake Bell, do that like on first and 10. Do that on second and ten because at least they don't know what you're gonna do. 
You know, right. if you're gonna when do that trickery, yeah. if you're gonna do that trickery, you could do that and hand it off to Rasheed Rice and get maybe three or four yards, because you know they the, now you got the defense on edge and they don't know if you're gonna run it. If Blake Bell's gonna do something, is he gonna throw it? You know, whatever. Whereas and you do it on third and one, fourth and third and two, fourth and one, like the demons know what you're gonna do. They see the scouting report. You don't need the scouting report. They right. see it every game. You know, so they don't need the scouting report. Up oh, late was going in motion. We know what that means. Like <laughs> they already know what's going on. So it's the, it's that, and you already know it's no secret that Mahomes is not going to sneak. So it's like they got right. um, somewhere in that coaching staff. They got to realize, look, it's like they're clearly showing the same thing, and we've seen it. I think we can call it week to week in, week out. It's like, oh, it's going to be Blake Bell, something like that, or it's going to be one of those inside pitches. And it never works, right? And we knew that one, we knew that little inside pitch was out the uh, out of the question though because that was a, typically a Kelsey player. Sometimes it might go to a running back, but when you don't have that, it's what happens. Yeah, but, and uh, yeah, but yeah, I just they need to get that out of the playbook. <laughs> I'm tired of that play, and then it's time it's time to look, man. It was a freak accident. I get it. It's Patrick Mahomes. You're trying to protect him and all that, but dude, that was a freak accident. Nine times out of ten, that's not gonna. You're you're scrapping so many stuff that you can do. You know, if you just QB sneak it, like, and and we already have problems with third and one, third and two. It's like, I don't know, because Andy Reid is such a genius that complicated is like that's what he works in. But anything that's simple, like third and one, third and twos, he struggles with. It's handed to the running back. Exactly. exactly, but he don't think like that. It's like, oh, I got an RPO and I have to do it. Oh, I gotta do it. And he's like, no, looking. don't do the RPOs right here, man. Just line up eye formation and hand it off. Or one back, I don't care. Just hand it off to Pacheco. Don't hand it off to Clyde. Hand it off to Pacheco. You know, well, yards, so, their yards went that much that much difference either way because Pacheco only had twenty three and uh, Clyde only had twenty two. Well, that's because they set the tone with Clyde Edwards Alaire. First yeah. of all, he shouldn't have been starting. That, nope. that, but that, but you know, what also was it's not a good thing. It's something that's got to be. They've got to get that running game going. Is that Mahomes cannot go in and go in and be the leading rusher of this team? Yep. That cannot happen. Right, that, I agree. That's, there's there is no difference in it's like how I don't see how in the world it makes sense. For them to allow Patrick Mahomes to, you know, be able to scramble, do what he do, get forty-five, but then you're scared to take a take a risk and have him just go one yard. You yeah. you've seen it. I mean, I mean, Joe Joe Burrow for Christ's sakes and everything. He tore his ACL and was still able to run and do these things and do what he need to do. He's like when you do when the game is online or in situationals, that stuff you got to do. You got they got to stop being predictable. Somebody's got to look at yep. that tape, and, I, and I'm sure they're aware. They they're getting paid the big bucks to do it, so somebody's got to get in that situation room and say, you know what, this has been consistently what we're doing. Because as a fan, if we're calling it, the uh, best believe the players, that the DCs yeah. and the players, they're seeing it. That's just yeah. what, that's just what's so troublesome to me. And they ran that play in the in the first preseason game, if you remember too. Yes, and since it is. the Saints, the Saints have so many former Chiefs players on that defense, they knew they knew right away what it was. And I agree with what Chris said. Look, that injury happened what like three or four years ago now. It, you mean to tell me if Tom Brady at 44 years old was doing QB sneaks last year? That Mahomes can do still do QB sneaks. Should we stop throwing the ball too? Because Mahomes uh, had that high ankle sprain last year in the playoffs. Like, but here's my problem with the whole QB sneak. 
they won't do a QB sneak, but they'll run an option play. Right. Like, come on, man. What's the like, difference? <laughs> like, come on now, Andy. Like, like, and I love Andy. I'm not trying to look. Andy Reid knows a hell of a lot more than me. That right. A, you know, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time, one of the best, if not the best offensive mind in, in football. But sometimes it's just like you scratch your head like, Andy, what are you doing? Like, and then and then the whole not going for it on our side of the ball on fourth and two, but you go for it on fourth and twenty five. Like, what are we? Yeah, that didn't make sense. That didn't make that sense didn't at all. Sense, yeah, I mean, like your, your defense, defense your defense been playing pretty good. Pin them back and make them go the distance. And, and that showed to me that they really don't trust the defense without Chris Jones, no, no matter how well they played that game, because they were playing good up until that point, and then you're going to mm-hmm. go for it on, on a fourth and 25. That shows me right there that you don't really have that much trust in the defense to get you the ball back because, I mean, I know there was players open on that fourth and 25, but we had three timeouts. I believe it was still before the two-minute warning, too. So, mm-hmm. really, we had four four timeouts, and – you know, they they went ahead and decided to go for it. So it was just questionable decisions all around. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just stuff that they got to continue to work out. And, right. You know, like you said, situations happen, everything. Unfortunately, um, with the Kansas City Chiefs, if we want to talk about injuries, it's just struck in the tight end position. That's just, you know, obviously um, with uh, Fortson, you know, that could have been that, – that, you know, that was already a known factor. So – there's no excuse, you know, as far as some of the other variables. It's like that. It was a winnable game. It was there in their hands. It's just unfortunately he just couldn't get the job done. So, this, 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 this is the uh, we got that we got the Colts loss out of the way. That's what exactly right. what this was. Yeah, we right. got the Colts loss out of the way. Just like last year, we was dropping punts and dropping footballs and all over the field, and it was just anything that went wrong went wrong in that game last year. This, this is exactly what this game was like. We just got. Get it out of the way early, you know. First game of season, so yeah, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad we did get it out the way early because when you are the, the, you know, the defending champion, there is a lot of, there's a huge target on your back, and you know these young guys learned very fast that, uh, you know, they can't just show up and win these games. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and hopefully this is a wake up call for right. receivers. You know, hopefully they. The focus is on now, and like you said, with Sky Moore, our eyes are on Sky Moore this year. You know, um, I was, I was, I, I'm not gonna act like I wasn't disappointed not to see Sky Moore flourish because that's what I was expecting, especially with Travis Kelsey out the lineup. Right. I thought he was gonna eat a little bit, even if you know, with the loss, I still thought, you know, I was gonna walk away with this like, okay, Sky Moore, you know, he looks good, he looks like he's taking that next step, but it just looked like, and I don't know if it was, you know, they didn't put him in position to succeed which i didn't like some of the plays that they ran with him like i think they could have ran more stuff that's to his strengths you know in the middle of the field more slant routes more drag routes more crossing routes instead of you know end arounds and stuff like that that's not i don't think that's guy more like he needs to be in the middle of the field catching the football but other than that um because i saw some instances where he got open you know what i'm saying and and as much as we love Pat, sometimes Pat can sometimes when he doesn't trust, you know, the receiver or, you know, somebody that he's not used to throwing it to, sometimes he can hold the ball a little bit too long and guys are wide open. I've seen various clips where guys were open, you know, and he just didn't throw the football, you know, for whatever reason. And I think so. that shows a lack of trust too. 
Well, so the numbers the numbers were kind of spread around if you're looking actually looking at targets because you had Noah Gray, Rasheed Rice, and Tony. They had five targets each, and then you had Pacheco and Justin Watson who had four targets, and then you had Sky Moore that was down there with three targets, but then he had nothing to show for it. Right. So I mean, it's kind of it's, like, it's kind of interesting to see uh, somebody like Justin Watson, you know, who's a little bit. Uh, I think he's a little bit further down the depth chart. He'd be he'd get more targets, but he made the most of his chances. Though he had uh, two receptions, though he had for forty-five yards. But you know, it's just one of those things that you know they gotta go back to the drawing board, find find ways to get open, and he's gotta be careful because just seeing Rasheed Rice, seeing his production, what he did, he looked good. That was yeah, and then yeah, Andy went away from him in the second half completely, just completely went away from him, and then. My biggest problem uh, with this game is probably the Justin Ross snap count. Six snaps, one target, one catch. Yeah. When you have a receiving room that's struggling to catch the ball, there's no reason you can't put them in and get some playing time. There's no reason. I just think for me, I think for me that it's just kind of like kind of reading between the lines like that. I just think that like they were just overwhelmed as far as they with the Kelsey factor. I just think that was embedded in their head. That's what it looked like watching yeah. that game. It looked like – the the guy who their number one guy who they trust and everything we always talk about the number one receiver but no actually we all know the number one receiver for this Chiefs team is their tight end right. and when he's not there it was just it just looked like a lost cause and and, and it was a it was also they was doing everything on the fly you know I yeah. think if if Kelsey had got hurt last like the week before you know and, and this happened then I think that they would have had a better game plan. Their game yeah. planning would have been a whole lot better. Um, and as far as Kadarius Tony goes, yes, he dropped some passes. I'm not even going to sit up here and defend that. But there were some passes that weren't all on him, like the one across the middle where Richie James kind of flashed in front of it, like they kind of yeah. almost bumped into each other. I don't know who ran the wrong route. I want to say it's Richie James went yeah. too deep, and he ran that's, into That's what I thought it was. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Reggie James ran too deep. His I think he was just supposed to do a quick drag underneath, and then Kadarius Tony was supposed to go across. And I think when he when Nate was coming across, like Kadarius like kind of lost focus because he saw, him, and then the ball came at him low, and it was just like I think it threw off Mahomes too, because when he threw it, it was like he threw it, but it like curved on him a little bit. So I think. Um, I'm not gonna kill Kadarius Tony on that pass. Um, did he have yeah, some drops? Yeah, but yeah. also you got to take him out. And I get it. He's a receiver. He's supposed to catch the ball. He gets paid to do that. I get all that. But you got to understand, these guys need reps. And in the NFL, repetition is everything. And if you're not out there working, working consistently, especially a receiver, and you're not getting continuity yeah. with your quarterback, you there's only a few guys special guys out here that can go out there now have no rapport with a quarterback and just go out there and put up 150 and two touchdowns. Like you got to be rare. Like Justin Jefferson probably could do that. You know what I'm saying? The, the Jamar chases and the Devontae Adams, those guys can do that. You know what I'm saying? But Kadarius Tony didn't have no training camp. He, he, no. he just barely started practicing last week. You know, you know, they probably worked in a few packages for him because you see in the beginning of the game he really wasn't getting that many touches it wasn't until yep. the second half yeah they really started revving it up and giving him more passes throwing his way he was getting open it's uh, not the one thing he was the only receiver that was consistently getting open all night 
wasn't yeah. a lack of him not getting open. He was open. It was just it was great separation. Yeah. So I mean, that's encouraging. Like, look, you know, he's getting yeah. open. He didn't get hurt. That's another encouraging thing. So, and if he catches yeah. those passes, he probably walks away out that game with somewhere around 100 receiving yards. What that I need for my bet. It was a combination of that. And then also you're talking about somebody like a Kelsey who knows how to read, is that read defenses. And also he's, a, he's basically a quarterback in, at playing tight end. So he's able to see some of the holes and some of the soft coverages and make the adjustments. And that's what some of these young receivers were talking about more so with the Sky Moors and the Rasheed Rices. That's what they're going to have to learn and how they're going to be groomed into. So it's going, it's going, it's going to give it time. It's like they'll, they'll be fine. Tony, honestly, um, Loki, I was actually not quite expecting Tony to play. I thought that was more of a rush job for him to be able to get activated for week one. But you know, I think if yeah. yeah, if Kelsey was playing, I don't think he gets as many snaps as he did. No. Yeah, I think he would have been limited. I think he'd yeah. been way more limited because they would have they would have depended and Kelsey would have aged in this game because the middle of the field was wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. That's what that's what I was confusing me about Sky Moore because that's where yeah. I thought he would eat at too, and it just yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm not going to put it all on Sky Moore. Yes, he should be criticized, but I think that they didn't put him in a position. Sometimes, I, like I said, I love Andy. It's just sometimes Andy, like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like, it's right there in front of your face, Andy. Like, you know, use his strengths. Don't put him in the position to fail. He ain't, he's not a punt returner like last year. He ain't a punt returner. Right. <laughs> never, never returned punts before. Yeah. And yeah. Dave told. I got a beef with you, man. You didn't get your, your special teams on point. No oh, more the these fake, damn the sneaks. Fake, the fake punt. Yeah. Yep. That happens every single every single year. It always happens. And go figure, it's always usually a home game, too, because the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe, did the same thing last mm-hmm. year. Caught mm-hmm. them slipping on on uh, on the kickoff. I think it was an onside kick. Yeah. They, yeah. They've got it. I mean, I don't get it. They're say so you guys they're the defending champions they know they're basically a team they're trying to avoid shootouts and stuff like that they're going to use everything that they can so they got to figure it out i mean so, special teams was a very sore spot last year and it's not also a good one again this year yeah, I mean, yeah. Richie James, at least harrison uh, booker uh made his yeah, kids. Harrison was, was, yeah. was good. but richie james man i need you to just run forward man stop doing all i don't know what it is about these skill position guys these receivers and running backs to do kickoff or whatever even in in the, the field of play when they just running the regular offense they do this thing where they catch the ball and they do the step back thing where they gotta go run behind and then go it's like oh no, man yeah. just go forward just go like there's a whole open field right there if you just go they'll, they'll and give, it's just like up, they just they'll give up a yard trying to gain two yeah yeah and it's like i mean it's okay you can just get six it's all right we ain't gonna kill you for that i i like you just going forward that's that's it I'm six extra yeah. yards is just fine and there was a couple that Richie James probably should have fair caught, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. So, and like I said, it's game one. Ain't gonna kill, him. ain't gonna kill. Him. But there are some. I'm sure Andy Reid's gonna make the proper adjustments. Um, defensively, Trent McDuffie looks like he's gonna be a superstar. Yeah. PSA, PSA. He's a dog, man. And it's not just you know his coverage skills. The kid likes to he'll tackle. You know what I'm saying? He gonna hit you. Ain't gonna let you know he right there. As small as he is, that man knows how to put a hat on somebody. And 
I love it. Legere Sneed looks like he's fine, even though he yep. missed training camp. He looks like he's real far. I just think like by the fourth quarter he was a little bit tired because he hasn't been playing football. But yeah, stamina is probably a little yeah, low. That that'll get built up. You know what I'm saying? But Legere Sneed looked good. Joshua Williams did fine. Um, them damn safety. That damn <laughs> Reed. Oh, I can't stand Justin Reed. He uh, he got put in the blender. Not to get it. It was Jameer Gibbs. We still he got put in the blender. There was the first one. He should have had a tackle, but he just whiffed on Jameer Gibbs. It wasn't like Jameer put a move on him. He just whiffed on him. And I was like, what are you doing, Justin Reed? And then the second one, he just put him in a, like a half blender. He was just like, <laughs> I had him turning all kinds of ways, but. Them safeties got to get it together, man. That middle of the field was just open. And it was like on third and 12, third and 14. It was like, all right, we got this yeah, I think that's I think that's goes on the linebackers too a little bit, though, because, you know, as much as I like Nick Bolt, we all know he's not best in pass coverage. So why on third and longs, you know, maybe we should take a look at taking Nick Bolton off the field on third and longs. I mean, it, yeah. it's clearly it's a weakness. I'm not going to lie. You know, I like Nick Bolton. I'm not trying to kill him. But it clearly it's a weakness on them third and, like you said, them third and 13s when they're running crossers. And, you know, Nick Bolton's normally a little late to get there. Um, and I was expecting to see more Drew Tranquil in that, you know, in the you middle of the field like too. Smell snaps. Yeah. That was, that was surprising. I, I didn't expect that. I thought I would see him, especially when they play a lot of nickel, you know, a lot of dime yeah. and nickel. Packages. I thought they was gonna see him a lot more, you know. But I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe they trying to rep. Maybe they see something in practice that we don't see. But I don't know. I, I thought you know, especially in coverage. I thought we was gonna see him a lot. Exactly. More. Especially against uh, Laporte. Laporte was the name. Yeah. Uh, thought we was gonna see him against him and Gibbs coming out of the backfield. Like I thought we was gonna see a lot more of him. But we'll see. Maybe like I said, maybe we rev it up because they're gonna need him against Travis Etienne. <laughs> yep. And Evan Ingram, too. Yeah, Evan Ingram. They're going to need him against that team because they're going to eat if they don't. So, um, especially with still no Chris Jones and no Charles Amini, you, you know, and I, like I said, I was, I, I was, even though, you know, you hear some of these, you know, the Richard Sermons and I saw Warren Sapp killing, he picked out like three plays, like low hanging fruit type stuff. Picking out a few plays. Oh, look at the defensive lineman here. He's off and, and like, dude, what about the other plays when they made plays, man? What are you talking about? Like Mike, they're a Mike professional Dana. football team too. They're gonna make plays, man. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike Dana stepped up though. I saw him do some yeah. things. Right yeah, right, he though. did. He, he looked I like he was he looked like regardless of Chris Jones being out, I, I saw some stuff in him. I'm like, okay, he's like he's looks like he's definitely in form, he's gonna be fine. George Karloff just looked like he's taking a step forward. He was yeah. he was in the backfield many times. Yeah. Uh, the linebackers on running plays, definitely, they was looking good. Uh, Leah Shannon and Nick Bowden and Willie Gay, all, all of them. Like, and um, I like what I saw from FAU. FAU yeah. was out there getting pressure. I, like, I had, I had no too. I didn't have much yeah. issues with the defense in that game at all. Yeah. I thought they did. I thought they did their job as if you know, it's, you know, it's no secret we've seen. The offense struggle and stuff like that. We've seen the defense pick up from that deficit, but right. the, in all actuality, the, when it's all comes down to it, though, that pick six is what killed him. Yeah, because yep. any it, other any exactly. other day it would been any other day that would have been a W because the defense had did enough. They did more than enough, I thought, to win that game. Yeah, that's why I was so, like, Richardson was talking about, oh, they would have won the game if the defense Chris Jones was there, and it's like, bro, and, they, and that's why, points. 
And that's why Sherman is where, where he is right now. And we haven't forgot about him when he was put on a poster on that 49er game in the Super Bowl. But, you know, that's that's just crazy to say that it was on the defense. Even, that's that's absolutely crazy. No, that was – that's you just, the defense to pitch a shutout? Like, no, that's just yeah. – you know, the offense just had deficiencies, you know, stuff that was beyond control. But for him to say it was on the defense, that's – that's absolutely crazy. I'm like, dude, you need to forfeit your salary for that comment because they did everything you could possibly ask for. If I told you, if I told you before the game, yo, the Chiefs gonna allow 14 points, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a blowout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna smoke these boys. I don't care if Travis Kelsey's not out there, and I we about to kill them. <laughs> it's gonna be at least 24 and 14. So yeah. Wow. I think if Travis Kelsey plays, we win the game. I won't. I wouldn't say yeah. that about Chris Jones, honestly, because does Chris Jones catch passes? No. Does he create separation? No. The pick six still happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, maybe Chris Jones gets a couple more sacks. Maybe he does. Right. I'm not, maybe he <laughs> makes a couple more stops that we needed. You know, in certain situations, like the maybe we punted that. on fourth and twenty-five if we have yeah. Chris. Yeah. And then it, shouldn't one, been, it, should, it shouldn't have been up for discussion in, in period though for fourth and yeah. twenty five. And that that's that's absolutely crazy to me. It's like you. I thought the defense was actually outperforming the off the way the offense right. the defense was carrying them. They, I mean, Grant, you know, you can talk about Chris Jones, all the, the situational stuff like that, but you had to come up with something on the sidelines or whatever it was to get your offense going because the reality of it was, you know, the Travis Kelsey effect, they couldn't get – they took away the double teams. The receivers couldn't get any um, separation with exception to Tony, and it was just challenged. I mean, who knows? It could have been – they could have probably forced a turnover. Maybe they could have got a sack. Who knows? But it is what it is. So yeah, and even if he does force a turnover, I don't know if we score off of it because Trent McDuffie created a turnover and didn't matter. So yeah, for sure. All right, man, let's talk about something else in the game. I know Ty, you wanted to tackle this. Yeah. Now everybody in a baby mama on Twitter. Uh, the live broadcast, you know, everywhere was talking about, oh, the Chiefs is cheating. They cheating for him. He's illegal. He's lined up illegally. He's, he's false starting. And you see this with Lane Johnson. He does it all the time. Jawan Taylor's been known for doing that when he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And nobody said nothing back there. He wasn't getting flagged for it back there. But now because he's part of the Kansas City Chiefs and we are public enemy number one now, now it's a problem. Now, now it's an issue. So I want to tie the floor is yours. Go ahead and let me <laughs> Yeah, well, you said, I mean, you know, last year in Jacksonville, he did it, was no problem. NBC, literally the same announcers that called Thursday's game was calling that divisional game between us and the Jaguars. I do not remember them mentioning it maybe once or twice, but I mean, it was talked about. All, all Thursday night, and then, of course, on social media, everybody's talking about it. But it's not a false start because he's timing it well. Now, some of them yeah, looked did. a bit questionable, but a lot of them, he, he really just timed it perfectly with the snap count. And you, I think Chris Collinsworth said it, or one of the announcers actually did mention it. You got to give him credit for doing that because, I mean, that's not yeah. just easy to go out there and just, oh. and just time it that well. Not everybody can do that. And like you said, Lane Johnson does it. Nobody's ever mentioned anything about it, and 
honestly, I've seen Lane Johnson doing it, and it's not even timed as well as it is with Jawan Taylor. Yeah, his timing was just impeccable. I was, I was looking at thing. I'm like, man, this dude is false. I'm like, I'm like, I remember just watching that game. Cause I kept referring back to that wild card game how Joey Bosa was getting frustrated, yep. and that was the difference between the tail of two halves because in that first half it wasn't. I mean, nothing was happening. Joey Bosa was eating them up, and then that second half. It looked like it was a bunch of false starts. Granted, some of them I didn't think was as close. I thought it was just flat out. But even so, if you looked at the tail of the tape of this game, you like, this dude is like a mile ahead. What is going on? I'm like, no, the line is just late. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if, if if the rest of the line actually got ahead that quickly, that would be that much more of a problem. Um some of the some of his uh technique though it might be a little concerning because i think he kind of shows as far as like where his protection is going to go that's probably yep. the only concern that i have but if it works it works you just hopefully he was, he go- he was giving aiden hutchison so much problems they had to put him on trace Smith. yeah <laughs> and he was eating trace Smith alive and then finally they put some protection towards trace Smith's side because yeah they, he was getting aiden hutchison wasn't getting nothing like mm-hmm. he, he was blocking him up and that's all you need you know what i'm saying this is mm-hmm. miles away from andrew white andrew wiley you know we're not gonna well, get on orlando brown jr yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but see how but, he see how he I think, chief, I think the chief should have done more screens um yeah because that's what Jawan taylor that's why we brought him in. When you look at the tape, he's he can get down the field. He can put some nasty blocks on people, especially in that screen game. And that's what I was expecting to see more of. But we obviously we didn't see that. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought I was going to see more screens, special from Gerald McKinnon. You got him right there. Yeah. Use him. That's what his specialty is. He's good at the screen game. So, or if you I are going to use Clyde, at least use the bright instead of trying to run him up the middle every yeah. play, thinking it's going to work. We already seen this before. He's, he's just not. Clyde's not an athlete, so he's not going <laughs> to. I mean, I'd rather than run up the middle because at least the dudes are big enough. He possibly could get lost in the shuffle somewhere. I don't want to <laughs> see him doing these, uh, trying to stretch him out and do these stretch plays and all that stuff. I don't want to see that. Yeah, not, not, yeah. not quick enough. That's yeah, McKinnon he, or Pacheco. Yeah, yeah. Use those guys in that. Just, just run Clyde right up the middle. <laughs> just hope the big boys can block enough so he get lost. Because he's so small, he get lost. <laughs> but even so, even so, part of that too is that part of my fit about it is that what the Chiefs have got to do is that they got to have at least one of these running backs. There's no excuse for these running backs to not have double-digit carries. I don't, it can be just one. When I'm seeing – both of them in single digit carries it's, it's just it just shows that you're not being dynamic as far as with your play selection and giving them something to think about but you know like yeah i just think they, they gotta get back to being a more patient offense i mean i feel like you know at times you know they're looking for the big play and sometimes just what happens i got i gotta look at the uh stat line um i mean it wasn't over i mean for pat you know it wasn't bad i mean he did what you i mean he did everything you could ask for um, the stat line for him, I mean, yeah, 21, 21 for 39. I mean, they couldn't, I mean, you probably could have reduced, reduced that and got some more runs in because even so with Pacheco, yeah, that's even worse. Pacheco had eight carries, uh, Clyde had six, and then you have Mahomes with six. Something's wrong there. So you got to get those carries yeah. up for your running backs. And maybe, yeah. I don't know, but maybe they was trying to protect Pacheco because of the injury or whatever. Yeah. 
That's a possibility. They was, they was trying to make sure. And then he kind of got shooken up, too, in the yeah. game, too. So maybe they was trying to be a little bit more cautious with him because, you know, we need him, you know, later in the season. If we're going to do that, we need to get rid of Clyde. We need to go get another running back if we're going to be – because Clyde <laughs> Or just bring up LaMichael yeah. James, you know what I'm saying? Bring him up and, you know, let him be be the third running back because, I don't know, Clyde is Clyde. Is Clyde. <laughs> and it is what it is, but I don't know. He just – I felt like he slowed the offense down, and I just feel like they should just go full steam with uh, uh, Pacheco and McKinnon and just, you know, do that because anything yeah. else, it just slows the I offense. do agree with this comment too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that, yeah. I think it did. That's, they were bad. It's been it's been like that for a while, even so, because even when especially in the third and one situation, third and short though, it's just it's a testament to where they fit with their offensive line when they have to come up with these gadget plays as opposed to going in a straight line or it's, just trying to right. And that's the problem. Yard. That's why the offensive line struggles because those RPOs they got to hold up a little bit longer, and they're not just going straight down here. You got these big. They got to you know, back up. Yeah, you got big offensive linemen like Creed and, and Trey and Tooney. It's like, come on, man, just go forward. <laughs> like they're maulers, dog. Like you don't need to do all that RPO stuff. Eagles, oh, Eagles sh- don't do that crap. Yeah, just do a straight up eye formation or like I said, single back. Let's go. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you ain't got to do all they that get, jet, jet motion that, and all that. They get into that rugby formation and just push. That's what they do. They yeah. just push the pile. That's yep. all they need to do. I don't know. It's just, like I said, Andy Reid just has to do his RPOs. I think in certain instances, yeah, you can run the RPOs, but don't be so dependent on it, you know, especially in short yards uh, situations. Like, I bet you if – And that's – I bet you the next time if they if they were to ever do this, if they were to ever get into a third and one situation and if they let Pat get a sneak in, I bet you he gets it. I bet you. I bet he does. I know he would. Because he, he, because he wouldn't expect it. Yeah, I bet yep. he would. That's when yeah, you put two running backs behind him. You throw the fullback out there or something, let somebody push him from behind like the Eagles have been what, doing. And that's why I just be like, yo, right, if I'm Patrick, I want to probably like coach. Come on, man. We, we, we can't do this no more. Man. It, it's killing us <laughs> on third ones, man. It They're is. killing drives. You're killing drives when you do that, man. Like, I get it. Let's do that. Like, I don't mind the trickery if it's first and 10, second and eight. Like, we can do that then because now they don't – okay, they see Blake Bell getting under. What what are they going to do? Like, that's different. But when you're third and one, I know what you're about to do. Exactly. That's like, predictable. You're – well and you've done it. it. You've put it on tape multiple times. And you, you've never really ran anything off of it before until Thursday. That's the first time they ever ran something else off of it. And it still didn't work mm. because the formation, just like you said, the formation's a dead giveaway. Yeah. And it's just like, and they see Blake Bell underneath there. Like, they would have been better off with just letting Pat get underneath there and just hand it off to Rasheed Rice. Like, right. if you're going right. to do that. <laughs> You would be better off just putting Pat underneath there if you're gonna do that because they wouldn't expect that either. They'd be like, "Oh, he's about to get under center. He better do a quarterback sneak. Oh, he's hitting to Rasheed Rice. Oh no, like Rasheed Rice might have got some yards off of that." Yeah, because that's but, the whole point of that play was to you know make them think it's gonna be that QB sneak, get everybody mm-hmm. in the middle, and then hit, uh, get Rasheed Rice on the outside. But it just didn't. It didn't play out like that. No. And do you guys think that Matt Nagy should have some blame for this game? I mean. I know last year everybody after Chiefs losses would kill Eric Bieniemy, 
It's funny because I have not seen one tweet besides the one I put up about Matt Nagy um, getting any blame. So of course they're not gonna blame Matt Nagy. It was easier to claim uh, to blame Eric Bieniemy. You know, Nagy's all smiles and nice, and everybody's happy and having a good time. And hey, I love Patrick Mahomes. Hey, <laughs> Eric Bieniemy is like man. <laughs> Get your ass out there and make the goddamn. Play. Yeah, they mean, don't like they, that. They gotta find. I ways think to we missed that play. from the receiver aspect too a little bit because I mean, he because he been spitting and cussing all along. Yeah. They gotta find ways. To he preserve, was a receivers um, coach too, so they also gotta find ways to preserve uh, Mahomes too. So he can't be throwing yeah thirty nine something odd times. In, in a game, it's like you got to cut that down and perhaps throw some runs and everything. Like I said, you know, short situations and, you know, it's just they, they got to take, they got to roll the dice a little bit. I mean, they're just not and give them something that they're not expecting. Clearly, we know what they're doing on third and one. They have yet to adjust. So don't get into, don't become the Bob Sutton of offense and then doing the same old thing and not adjusting and doing something different. Yeah, I mean, granted, you don't they don't have a single football. I think I think in the Super Bowl they actually had two people lined up in the backfield. I don't remember the actual yard yeah. situation, but they had both. I mean, I've been I think it was like third too. and second, third and two, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because they had both McKinnon and Pacheco on the backfield. You know which one they was getting to, and they got the and first one. Another one. I'm like, why are they not? I mean, what are y'all doing? Saving y'all best for last? I'm like, can we? That's get what to, they do. do. This game first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Andy Reid, he'll file something away for later. And then he'll just bust out the most predictable play. And this is not the team you could do that. I know we said this is like the Colts' loss, but really this Lions team is actually, you know, they're a really good team. You can't yeah. just show up thinking you're going to beat them. No, that was a given. We we all said it. We we even said going into this season, we knew they were going to be a good team. You said even going out, you know, them, uh, I think a lot of us got them picking them to win the North, although it looks like the North yeah. is going to be fairly competitive. Like I, said, like, I said, like I said, Jordan Love, don't cut that man out. He earned his check. He got my player of the week uh, nomination, kind of looking at his numbers. That's just that's just me. And he did, and then and the that, fumbled, that fumbled snap, did you see that? Mm-hmm. He picked it's it up real. and threw it for like fifty yards. Yeah, the crazy real. part of the crazy part about this, I know we're kind of sidebarring about the Packers though, is that he did it without his best receiver. That's the crazy That's part true. about it. Exactly. He That's why had, I was like, he's coming, I, and the defense looked good too. Exactly. Aaron Jones yeah. was cooking too. Aaron Him Jones. too, but that, that Packers defense looked good too. That's it. They mm-hmm. might. Packers might be good at this quarterback thing, man. Just picking them. That's why I was not writing them off. I said, I don't know. We're going to get. That's why I said the two yeah. games that the two games that Jordan Love came in when um mm-hmm. when they were getting blown out and they just mm-hmm. seemed like to be a completely different team. I said, there's something about this kid and this new and this core receivers that they have. It's something that I like and they need to move yeah. on. But, you know, of course, you know, they were stuck on the whole Aaron Rodgers train. But. You know, I said this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid. I mean, I'm I'm not going to automatically say just the real deal in week one. Obviously, you still right. got a long right. road ahead. Right, right, right. But right, right. from what I saw, good start. It's a good damn start. And the the energy around the Packers just felt different watching that yep. game. It felt yeah. way different. It felt like a, a rejuvenized team. Yeah. It, 
you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers leaving might have been a good thing for that team because they got a lot of young players. And, you know, probably wasn't the best connection with Rodgers and them. And Jordan Love obviously looks like, you know, he could be a leader on that team. Yeah. Yeah, Green Bay delayed themselves a year. That's what I thought they did. But who knows? We'll see. Yeah, um, as far as Detroit goes, um, I, I, I'll say this about Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid looks at it like, oh, this is an NFC team. Like, I'm not saying he's not putting his best foot forward, but I'm thinking he's looking at it like, oh, it's an NFC team. Like, you know, well, like, we need to win, but do we? <laughs> yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm like, because they're constantly like a divisional opponent or yeah, like next, like this game coming up, it's the Jags. The Jags could possibly, you know, we could be at the end of the season, and this could be the tiebreaker for the number one right. seed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So and this you don't Jackson want to start two and zero or zero yeah, and two. So I, so I wouldn't be surprised if he puts more into this Jags game. He puts more against the Jets, like. When he plays them NFC teams, I think he kind of plays a little close to the vest. Like, uh, yeah, I want to show them. We might see them in the Super Bowl, you know, like. Right. Like, speaking of on the Packers, that game a couple years ago where Jordan Love made his first start, and we really, we should have smoked that team, but Andy Reid went away from his place. I agree with this comment, too. Yeah, that's fair. But because Justin Watson – and then we're in MBS. And that's what they both them. struggle with drop issues themselves, though. <laughs> How can they, they be the struggle, best? But they wouldn't they didn't struggle on, on Thursday. They were the one catching them for day. They won the MVS. I thought he was gonna drop it. <laughs> yeah, that one I thought that was gonna be picked. But even so, I just think you know, we can't look at it from the one thing I'm learning about this Chiefs team is that you cannot look at it from the traditional approach. We're yeah. always talking about that veteran receiver and everything. Realistically, their veteran receiver is a tight end. That's the reality. Right. It's probably him because when you got a somebody with a quarterback IQ playing at a tight end position, it's usually him that's probably uh, dictating some of the different things that's going on and whatever they don't do. And whenever he relays assignments and stuff like that, he's doing the opposite or filling in or knowing how to adjust. Some of the, You can even look at it, some of the situations from um, – what game was that? The Buffalo game, as a matter of fact, that AFC um, divisional game where they had to make that last that last adjustment and everything. That was the Kelsey connection, understanding the situation – just to run a seam right up the field and just get the yards and get down. Not everybody has that understanding. MVS is too, yeah, we, we know that. Oh, no, I seen them on the sideline running some guys. But, but I hear you. But I'll say this, though. With the MVS effect and MVS and everything, here's why I say Kelsey is part of that effect and why, you know, he draws so much attention, how he can draw double teams. The right. person that was also covered, that uh, was focused on MVS they probably could have been coming in and having to play a little bit more shallow. But when you don't have that receiver, that discipline to use the short middle, it's going to hurt you. That's why, yep. you know, people like Sky Moore and um, who am I thinking of? MBS, they're more like they're deep middle. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they do. But when you don't have anybody, and, I mean, granted, you know, Noah Gray, he did what he could, but he's no Travis Kelsey. Yeah, let's no. just be real. <laughs> no, but it's just it's just the kind of attention that Kelsey draws and everything is just that's that's why I say a lot of this is just the Travis Kelsey effect. Part of that was just it, it really attributed to the whole game plan. It's almost it's no different as if if Kelsey were to play this game and then if he were to get hurt in the middle of this game. We've seen it happen before, right. where one person went down and all of a sudden this team looked completely lost. 
We've, yeah. we've seen it happen. I just think with the timing of the injury, I thought that was just the, the straw that kind of – I mean, granted, you know, they were in the game. They had a chance to win it. But uh, it's more than Tony. It's more than Tony for me. Yeah. Because I actually took the time. I actually watched a replay of it this morning, just kind of seeing what went wrong and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he was part of the problem. He, he, I mean, he's part of it. He's not all of it, but he's part of it. And he, yeah, I believe he comes back. Me strong. too. I think – yeah, he's part of it, I but I just think using. he's part of it. But I think we have to be, um, and you know, we always talk about how spoiled, you know, whether it be the fans or as the players, you know, to have a talent like Mahomes. I think we take in the ways we take Kelsey for granted too, because that came to a situation where it had to really be on the tight end of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah, the, part, part of it, the risk, yeah, yeah, the receivers got to get open. I guess I get it, you know. No, I, I agree. It's it's um, a combination of things. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, Travis Kelsey is the ultimate cog in his offense. So, you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I and said. And he before, creates separation for those receivers. <laughs> like like Mark said, when he's drawing those double teams mm-hmm. and he's, you know, underneath, he's really a decoy a lot of times too. And I think even Chris Collinsworth or one of them mentioned it. A lot of the plays that we that we do draw up, most of them involve Kelsey, you know, he's the yeah. guy we're trying to get open or he's the guy we're trying to create, you know, get two guys on to get somebody mm-hmm. else open. And when you're not, you don't have that piece. You got a whole bunch of young receivers that let's be honest, they've never played, you know, without that on the field. So in the NFL, because, so they didn't know, you know, because it's of different his, because of his build and then his unique his unique speed to his build and what he can do is what makes a player like Travis Kelsey special because you don't know what you're going to get. You might get a, a comeback route that's just – it's almost as efficient as if it was a, another wide receiver. It's just the attention that yep. he does and then and what he – and he can make a, a short – he can make a route where he look he's going to go short and all reality he's going down the field and that might open up the opportunity for somebody else. But, you know, that's just what was missed. And trying to adjust a game plan within two days, that's very difficult to do. It is. Yeah, and, I, and, and you could tell you could tell Detroit they didn't play a lot of man to man. They play a lot of no, zone. They didn't. zone. And they, it was zone. And they, and they wanted to see if these receivers could read zone because you know that's the biggest adjustment. They couldn't read they zone and they couldn't beat uh, man. They couldn't uh, do either. Yeah, but they played a lot more zone because they said yeah. like, we're gonna see if you can sit in these zones because that's what Travis Kelsey would have did. You know, yep. Travis Kelsey could read zone, he knows those soft spots to to sit into, you know, <clears throat> when he needs to. And then the break the 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 plays that break up, you know, break away where Pat has to scramble out or whatever. That's the, that's the that's proof Travis right there. Kelsey. That's Travis Kelsey's bread and butter. He knows how to get open in those routes. Yeah. And stuff. Yep. And the and the so. drag with him and do whatever it is. But the, you know mm-hmm. the number the number right there says it all. When you saw Pat Mahomes six carries for forty five, that was that what did it right there. And when that number is yeah. high, you I mean that's gonna be a little bit of a concern. Yeah, it definitely is because, you know, we all know Mahomes can run and he's athletic enough to do it and all that, but we're not really used to seeing him, you know, take off like he did in this game, you know, unless it's a playoff game or something like that. But really, he had no no other choice. We see Mahomes get like that. We see Mahomes get like this when he knows, like, yeah. <laughs> I got to put team on my back so if i gotta run i'm gonna run you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna put myself in danger but if i gotta run to get these artists bump it i'm gonna run you know what i'm saying so go ahead mark 
Yeah, you pretty much took the words right out of my mouth as far as it's just the timing of it. And really, I mean, Pat Mahomes, he really wants to throw the ball. He don't want to run. He ain't, he, he know. know he's not. He know he ain't no Lamar Jackson. He know he's not a, a Deshaun Watson. He knows that's not his skill set. What he wants to he wants to throw and get get his players involved. That's just not the kind of uh, quarterback that he is. And we know when he has to do that, he has to do it as a last resort. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he get paid for his arm too. But you know, yeah, he also get paid, he also should be getting paid to do a third and one quarterback sneak. But you know, um, <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. You know, the, 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 the common sense of that, you know, just doesn't register. I mean, granted, you keep doing the same old Blake Bell or quick quick pitch. I mean, and the quick pitch was out the out the window because, like we said, that's usually a play that's either ran to um, a running back or it's going or it's going to Kelsey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, man, let's switch up. I know we're tired of this subject, but, you know, we got to bring him up. Chris Jones. Elephant of the week. <laughs> Chris Jones. Chris Jones was in the stands, and a lot of fans didn't like that. He lost, he lost a lot of fan support sitting next to the Cat Brothers looking like a bad Goodfellas movie. These people um, are stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, can I address that, though? Go ahead. I mean yeah. – the dude deserved to get paid. He did everything you could possibly ask for. Basically carried that team on the defensive side. Basically helped carry them to the making the pivotal moment in the AFC title. Trust me, if if Chris Jones does not does not do what he does, the Chiefs don't get to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm making that statement point cut dry and clear. And he deserved to get paid. Would you be stupid enough to say that you want to get paid? Less when in actuality you understand your value. Would you want to be undervalued? That's the simple question. And if you're gonna boo him because he understands his value, then you're dumber than you actually. Oh, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like you're not loyal to the team. Teams ain't loyal to the players. Yeah, Let's just be honest. Everybody and everybody Guess, forgets that Clark Hunt made over five hundred million dollars uh, last year uh, off the Kansas City Chiefs. Unless you own your business. That's the only only way that you're guaranteed something if you want to do it. But they, these they ain't tied down anything. They're they're tied to Patrick Mahomes. I get that, but history says though this the this the reality. If you don't have somebody like Chris Jones in January because the game slows down and the defense is where it's at and it's cold, it and don't it don't happen. So fans. Get serious, get real, or I need you to go pick up another sport like foosball or something like that because clearly you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're doing, and you sound ridiculous. Oh, he just greedy and everything. No, you're just incompetent and stupid. Don't understand the politics of football. You don't. And and I mean, I mean, if you want to get paid, if he leave and everything, because I mean, he deserves his worth. And and I'm just saying, if if no, he gets, if, I hear you. I'm just saying, if he gets his third, then what are you going to say? Then what? I, I hear you. Here, it, this is my thing about it. Look, I see both sides of the coin. I do. I really right. do. I see both sides. Mm -hmm. I see I see from the Chiefs' perspective, and I see it from yeah, Chris obviously. Jones' perspective. Okay. Chris Jones, when he showed up to the McDonald's thing, he said he wanted a raise. Okay, you wanted a raise. Guess who offered you a raise? The Kansas City Chiefs. They offered you a raise. Now, it may not be the raise you want, Mm -hmm. But they give you they they offered you. It's not like they don't have a contract on the table. Like yeah. twenty seven point five million is on the table right now. You can get it right now. Now look, I'm not here to tell no man how to, you know. But if you was Chris were, Jones, are you signing that? I'll probably, I'm not going to sign it. 
but I'm not going to lose money in the process. Right, right. Exactly. I agree with this, that. That's where I don't understand where Chris Jones' motive is. It's like, right. because we know Brett Beach and them. They're stubborn, bro. They're not going to yep. move off a number, dog. Nope. Like, this is the number that you're going to get and take it or leave it. But I'm not going to sit up and say, well, I'm going to miss games. Well, now you're putting yourself in a lose-lose situation because you lose – the more games you lose, ten mil the to franchise tag is gonna go. Beep, 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 and guess what? They're gonna franchise tag you, and they're gonna call your bluff. Oh, you gonna sit out a season, and then you are gonna sit out one. You are gonna sit out a whole year, and then when you come back, you're thirty one. Ain't nobody gonna give you thirty million. Then <laughs> pull, 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 pull the Le'Veon Bell special. He better not do that. <laughs> That's what yeah. happened. Right? <laughs> better not do that. He, I know he, set up that, he set yeah. up that year and was never the same. But part of that too, he he wanted to get paid. But part of that though was like what I and I understood this from the business side of it though. This dude kept getting suspended. I'm like, dude, yeah, you can't play a whole season. And I get that. I, I'm not knocking that. I'm but, just and he was that. a running back too. Yeah, right. he was a running back. So defensive tackles are way more valuable, especially a yeah. defensive tackle at the stature of Chris Jones, who could rush the passer and get you 13 to 14 sacks, you know, a season. But at the same time, I get it from both sides. Like, and I get it sometimes, and I even get the fans' perspective of, you know. I don't think the players really care about this stuff. Like I think we put too much on this home. Oh, the, the the defense is up there looking at Chris Jones, and he's upstairs up there. He ain't down here with us. Like I personally don't think they care. I, I think I think Mike Dana's like, well, damn, I get a little chance to sign today, baby. Can yeah, next, next year when the Jacksonville Jaguars pick me up, you know, yep. like <laughs> like I think that's how they look at that next man up mentality. I think that's real. I think they get that under them. I get a little bit more shine today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody think, wants to play. I think with Chris Jones would have say today, I'm coming back. The defense would open on. Hey, welcome back, man. Let's go. Let's go. Jacksonville, baby. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they'd be like all quiet and uh, you, you want to show up now, huh? Like, man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't think the defense looks at it like that. But I, I get both sides. I get, you know, where the Chiefs are at, and I get where um, Chris Jones is at. He's trying to get paid. Where I don't understand what Chris Jones is doing is losing money. Like, this is not helping your cause, bro. You're actually helping the Chiefs out with the cap space. <laughs> and this is my question. So if we known Chris Jones was going to do this, right, a year ago when we had the, the chance to pay Tyreek, you know, and we didn't, and every, we traded him, everybody said we're saving that money for Chris Jones, you know, whatever. Well, now here we are, you know, Chris Jones not signed. We're heading into week two. There's a chance he doesn't play, you know, this week. This upcoming week, there's a chance he doesn't play. Right. Would you have kept Tyreek Hill and traded Chris Jones last offseason if you could have? Because no. we're going to be looking at paying at paying Chris Jones thirty, you know, around thirty million, anyways. No, I I wouldn't trade Chris Jones because Chris Jones, as much as I love Tyreek Hill, and I don't don't get it. We needed it. Chris he Jones was, in that playoff he, run. He, I would yeah, agree. Like, yeah. Chris, like I think. And and look, I love uh, Patrick Mahomes is great, but I think that helped Patrick evolve yeah. his game. Right, you know, learning how to manipulate the middle of the field and not be so cold dependent on the big play. That was the thing about Pat's game that had to progress was he was so big play and never because I get it, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, man, 
it was fun. They, they, they couldn't figure him out. That's why they had to go two safety high. Used to, he, he's, the, he's, he's basically like one of those game evolving players that we always yeah, talk about. Is. We always talk yeah. about. We always talk about in different sports and everything. How some people were like Steph Curry game evolving players. We talk about Iversons and the Currys and the Jordans mm-hmm. and, and the LeBrons, and right. that's just the kind of player that Mahomes. He when you have to change your whole defense because he of this back guy. To cover two. He brought yeah. back the cover two. The Tampa like, two. Cover two. Yeah, That's... the Tampa two was extinct. It was gone. Like, like some teams run it as they base, but then you know every defense now is a hybrid of something else. Like, yeah. But now it's like, nah, man, we gotta go. They got Tyreek. Too high. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go too high. And at first, it was messing with Mahomes. Like he, like remember, he was struggling with that. Like twenty twenty one season. That. Yeah, he was, he was trying to throw that thing down the field, and they, people was like, "Nope, you ain't getting it." Nope, they finally it finally made him like, you know what? Let me let me let me play from the pocket, man. Let me, Espe- let me hit especially the in the especially that year when they lost in that that um the AFC title game to the Bengals because that last mm-hmm. because when they shut down Tyreek Hill that whole second half it was yeah. just all just that force and they were doing it all year long. It's like when they yeah. were in trouble, they were forcing it, trying to force feed him, and it just was not working. And it's two things. And it's two things. It wasn't just it wasn't just Mahomes. It was his office. It got stagnant. It was it was it was was so cold depending on Travis Kelsey and 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 Tyreek Hill that the other pieces weren't, you know what I'm saying? And then they wouldn't run the football like that AFC championship game against the Bengals. If they run the football, they probably win the game. Like we said, they went away from it completely. McKinnon had like six carries for 50-something yards. Even Clyde had like four yards a carry. That made made no sense at all. I'm like, what are they doing? They run the ball. They control the clock. They control the game. And it was just so many mistakes that they just did not make sense to register. You can argue as far as some of the situations, even at the way that they closed the game out because they could have won it in regulation. But then they then Mahomes started going backwards. I'm like, what are they doing? But you know, like we said, you know, we're talking about somebody like Mahomes and everything, how he's changing the game and what it looks like and what he's doing. They're playing two safety. Even with his arm is like as far as his arm angles though, he's changing yeah. the game with that because yeah. he's trying to throw it off the side and people try to do that. And then you got people trying to do that crap and they go completely wrong and it just doesn't I think work. There's only two people that can do it. I would say Josh Allen probably. He does a little bit. Yeah, he, he does a little bit. Yeah. He can't be he can't do it like not consistently. But, but the only other person I know can do it consistently. I've seen it do it consistently was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And uh yeah. And, and Matthew Stafford done it too. Like mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford could do that stuff too. So he did that in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that was the play. <laughs> they yeah. won the game. The no look. <laughs> yep. So no, uh there's only a couple of quarterbacks that can I mean I'm sure there's some young kids that's gonna come up and it's gonna be the norm like Caleb Williams. Oh my this kid, man, I don't know, man. Long, long, long I ain't saying he's the next Patrick Mahomes. I ain't saying he's the next Patrick Mahomes, but them throws that he was making on su- Saturday against Stanford, against Stanford, against Stanford. I don't care, man. I don't care who is again. I'm giving you and LB out there, like man. They made the they made the coach leave, and that the rest was history. Well, yeah. What happened to uh, to was David Shaw was there for the longest yeah. time? Yeah, he resigned. He uh. I don't know where he is now. I forgot. But I, I like the they talk about him getting an NFL job for years, and it just never happened. I know. I thought he was going. I thought he was going to come and be a head coach one day, but he never did. Yeah, he's a, he's a good coach though. I liked him. He was, I was a fan of David Shaw. He was the one that he was basically. I don't know how he was doing. He was just getting involved in these running backs. I'm like, dude. And they would just become beasts. I mean, obviously the latest product, the, the last coming. product was McCaffrey. 
That was Colorado's the last one. coming. Yeah, Colorado. Yep. Colorado's, Colorado's coming. They're coming. That defense looked like it made some adjustments, too. <laughs> I know yeah. Nebraska can't really score and their quarterbacks up, but still. That quarterback from Nebraska is, oh, my God, he's terrible. He's not that good, but still. <laughs> he said he's not that good, but still. But still, still, where did they get that what? dude from? Uh, but, he's all that bubbles. And, I don't but, know, but, but I don't think so, he fits their offense in Nebraska. No, no. but even so, um, I think even going back to what we were talking about, Chris Jones, though, I think, um, getting rid of Tyreek Hill that was the best move. Um, yeah. you can't get you can't give away somebody like Chris Jones, otherwise, you give away somebody like Chris Jones, you're, you're back to giving up over five yards of carry. It, it, and, 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 and I, and I think before last. Uh, playoffs season. I think the whole he didn't get a sack. I think that's so over. I think that's overblown. Like the man was getting pressure. <laughs> he was getting pressure. He was, and he really he should have had a sack in that AFC championship yeah, game against just, the Bengals. The first Burrow just one. Slipped away. Burrow just slipped away. He got away from him. like if he get that sack, we win that game too. <laughs> he get that sack against bro, we win that game. Oh yeah, and the AFC title. Yeah, when he rolled yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, get that, he get that sack, we win the game. But I just think the whole he didn't get a sack in, in the playoffs and that, 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 he need, he needed to, he needed to hear that and experience that. He needed. He did. That. And I and think then, some of these it. fans, some of these fans are changing up real fast from their takes because throughout of all of last season, it was we got to pay Chris Jones. Chris, you know, everybody was saying he's better than Aaron Donald last season. Every Chiefs fan was saying that. Now you fast mm-hmm. forward to. You know, the offseason, everything that happened. Now, all of a sudden, he's not better than Aaron Donald. He doesn't deserve the money that he wants. Um, the Chiefs defense will be fine without him. He only had one sack at the playoff. Like, it's just crazy, would, all this stuff that they come up. I would say the only one up, really, that should have happened, in my opinion, is that Aaron Donald should have been Super Bowl MVP. That's probably my only argument. That's my but only I can argue that the whole defensive line should have been the MVP of that Super Bowl because it wasn't just Aaron Donald. Yeah, like, yeah, he got that it, last sack. He, Von he Miller, had, too. Lavon was going at the – they had some rookie. Uh, Leonard Floyd, that, too. Leonard Floyd. Wasn't Deontay Fowler part of that, Yeah, team? he was there. Yeah. Like, yeah, they was all getting after Joe Burrows. And so I, 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 I get you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at your assessment. Yes, he probably should have been, but – that whole defensive line was killing Joe. So Odell would have won that MVP if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, he, yeah, he got hurt. He got he hurt early. He that sucked. He definitely. That, he definitely. That was trash. I mean, I mean, I got I got a whole list of I got two only got two questionable MVPs. So I would say it differently because truth be told, Pat Mahomes was the Super Bowl MVP in that first one. That's just that's a whole other story. But I'm not, not dissing him. I'm just telling you, Damian. It should have been Damian. It should. It should have yeah. been Damian. Last year, he got, last year he got. He, he yeah, tried. last year he got. Yeah, he should have been. Fourth, be told that, that fourth quarter, he was. He was. The, the second like half, the entire second half, he should have been. Yeah. He should have been eleven for eleven, but because it, the only incompletion he had was a play that was designed for Wiley. I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all cost him his ink. Y'all cost him a perfect incomplete. He could have had for perfect Wiley. completion in the second yeah. half for Wiley. I'm like, you bum. But I'm like, well, I said, but the wins a win. Yeah, we got the Super Bowl, but still, like, yeah, he deserved it last year. Yeah, he earned that one. But that year against San Francisco, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Damian Williams. He he did the third and 17 and all, but I think Damian Williams won that game. But but even so, truth be told, though, even in those those back-to-back runs, though, without Damian Williams in the postseason, the way that he was performing, though, he was lights out, though. 
because yeah. he was just running all over. I'm like, where was this running back during the regular season? Yeah, he just turned he turned he turned it up a gear in the postseason. I don't know what it is about players on the Chiefs that turn up in the playoffs. Like we had playoff Sammy. <laughs> Sammy be hurt regular season. <laughs> Can't depend on Sammy. Hamstrings all messed up. Playoffs come. Sammy turned to a whole different right. person. Like, where did dude in the regular season, man? <laughs> right. He he, he yeah, right, because it was week one. He had a big breakout game. Yeah, he yeah. disappeared Jackson for like man. 16 he weeks. Jackson, yeah. He killed 175 yards or something like that because Tyreek went out that game. Yeah. yeah. He got hurt. And it was all Sammy. Sammy was killing everybody. You put whatever corner you put on him, Sammy was smoking him. Good Lord. Sammy, Burrow only threw for 82 yards. You didn't see that? Did you watch that game? I told you I've been busy working. Today's my first day yeah. off. We can go ahead and get into the week one recap. Uh, yeah, uh, Bengals fans, I don't want to hear <laughs> nothing from you. <laughs> How's that Orlando Brown Jr. thing He's working out for you? Huh? How's that working out for you right now? Huh? You love him, huh? You thought you stole him from us, huh? Yeah, he was getting his. They was, was bragging cooked. all. They was. They was spent getting, all that time in them spaces all offseason for that. Cooked by Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett was packing his lunch and putting it in the lap of Joe Burrow. All I'm going to say is, what did we say about these divisional opponents? What did we say? I said, y'all better <laughs> respect these divisional opponents because they're coming for you. Pittsburgh just happens to run into no a wall. Rain. We said what? I don't want to hear nothing about no yeah. rain because guess what? Deshaun Watson finally figured it out in the fourth quarter. He was making some throws. Yeah. At first, that ball was coming out a little wobbly from Deshaun Watson. But then once he settled down, yeah, he was making some throws. Him and, him and Coop. Yeah. Nick Chubbs, man. Nick Chubbs is a beast. He is the running back that nobody really talks about because he's so quiet. He ain't flashy. He ain't Derrick Henry, who's six foot seven, <laughs> running over people or whatever. <laughs> he, he, he's, you know what I'm saying? He just goes and does his job, and he's a, he's one of the top running backs in the league. Nick Chubb is a beast. He won that game for them yesterday because he was running all over that Cincinnati Bengals defense. Yeah, he's he in was. Cleveland. Enough said. <laughs> That's the sad part about it. Jamar Chase didn't do nothing. T. Higgins, yep. nothing. I killed my fantasy team. Nothing. Killed my ticket. Jamar, I had Jamar Chase, Nick <laughs> Chubb, touchdown. I had a Justin Jefferson touchdown and a Christian McCaffrey. was the only one that scored a touchdown. How the hell did Justin Jefferson get no day? He got 150 something yards, but no touchdown. Like, come on. Who they play? The they Bucks. Play they Baker, lost. The fighting Baker Mayfields. That's who they fought. And they lost. They let Baker Mayfield win. Gonna have By the way, win. Baker Mayfield had more yards than Joe Burrows. I just want to put that out there. Minnesota, Minnesota about to get Justin crushed Fields again. had more yards in one quarter. Minnesota about to get crushed again this week. You be, y'all better sit. Y'all better sit Justin Jefferson if you have him this week. You better sit him. Sit him. Who are they playing? The Eagles. Phila- oh. Philadelphia in the primetime game. Oh. You know how great Kirk Cousins is in primetime games. Are they Sunday night? Thursday it's night. Thursday. Oh, Thursday night? Oh, that's going to be a good game. No, it ain't. Remember, <laughs> we said that did last you, year. They, last did, year. Did you watch Monday last year's game. Monday night game with those two yeah. teams? That's true. It wasn't even close. Oh, I true. thought Kirk, Kirk Cousins might well had a Philadelphia Eagle jersey on. He was that bad. <laughs> but that's primetime Kirk. Madison looks like he ain't it. They, like, they, they should have kept that one cooked. Uh, yeah. 
But that receiver, also, Jordan, I thought you said yeah, Addison, Addison did good. Jordan yeah, Addison, 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 Addison got his. I saw that. Yeah, he's nice. No, Jordan, Addison, the receiver court I'm not worried about. Yeah, no. I just can't believe they invested another first round pick into their receiving room. Well, they got they got issues all maybe, over the place. Maybe yeah. use insurance. They don't get a deal done with Justin Jefferson. I'm just saying. Trade Chris Jones for Justin no, Jefferson. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. We're you, not doing that. Dang, if man, it's I week just, eight, I, Chris Jones still ain't in the building yet. Well, he's got to be right in. He can't be a free agent if he, if he don't. I'm t- I'm t- I'm telling you, I'm I'm predicting it now. He's coming after. He's coming back after the Jets game. I think that's going to be the pivotal game. That's just what I'm. That's just what I'm seeing. Well, they always tell For, us the same thing every week. They're talking. You know, they're, they're still in communication. Or the communication is going to be predicated on the outcome of a specific game. That's what I think. All right, don't let 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 uh the defense uh, uh Jacksonville only put up like 14 17 points. What, 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 what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't think that's a game they panic on. It'll well, be right back in the training. Is that is that actually that's back gonna be coach. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be a live game, right? <laughs> back coach. That's that's a that's a that's a nationally televised game. No, it's a morning. I don't know. It's a morning game. That's the only. That's one of the few morning games that we have this year. Well, look, we know the Jets game is a nationally televised game, but if if that go wrong or something go wrong there, that's when it happens. That's oh, you talking about the Jets game? Is that nationally televised? Yeah, that game is nationally that's televised. The but the, that's Sunday something. night. It's Sunday but the Sunday night Je- game. The Jaguars game. I don't think that's nationally televised. It might. No, it that's might a morning not. game. That's a morning yeah, game. Yeah. So that's, that's the one of the few morning games we have this year. But I think the Jets game, I think that's going to be the uh, game that dictates as far as it went um, when he comes back. Yeah. That's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, and then I was going to say something else about the Bengals, too. Yeah, that offensive line, every for the last <laughs> two to three years, we're supposed to, this offensive line is supposed to be better. And somehow it looks worse every year. Yeah, it, it looks worse it, yesterday. It was, the whole line got beat like twice. <laughs> They pulled. They pulled an NFL version of a no call, no show. That's bad. There was there was a there was a third and one. Yeah. And they hiked the ball, and I I swear all eleven players <laughs> went after Joe Burrow. Like, Before he I even swear. got the ball, they was already in the backfield. I swear they said the like an all out blitz of all eleven players. Like, everybody just crossed the line. Like oh. I mean, I, I mean, we, I mean, we kept saying it though because they were the ones talking about worry about your own team, and they're talking about it's only a two-team race, and or, or you know, talking about the Ravens, and just and that was it. I'm like, y'all better respect y'all division, or if y'all better get out of y'all division first. Y'all know it's a good start. It started to look like Halloween yeah. again last year. Oh, they got the Ravens. I like what I seen from Zay Flowers. I think, too. I think they, I think they do got the Ravens. Yeah, but, but, do. um, but they got to figure out their running back situation because Dobbins is out for the season though. Yeah, yeah, they still got guys that words on whatever. So Justice Hill, they'll probably yeah. elevate Melvin Gordon or go out and sign yeah. somebody. No, I don't sign Melvin Gordon. You better leave that dude where he is. <laughs> hey, sign him. He's on practice squad. Yeah, yeah that's why. Just, yeah. You put some respect on that Super Bowl champion. <laughs> yeah, that's when you realize take your championship and go home. You put some respect on that Super Bowl champion winner. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. More Super Bowls he, than Lamar Jackson. He can he can put some wisdom in that kid. He got 
He got his Super Bowl championship in street clothes. He didn't even dress. I get it. A ring is a ring. He was, but he was in street he clothes. Up in that, he, up in the, he up in the Ravens locker room like, hey, I got What y'all want to do? Hey, man, don't talk to me until you get one of these. They might, but they might look at trading for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be that would dead. be nasty. Be, I hope they I can do, see the Ravens I... kind of like. I can see the Ravens kind of be on some go go all in type deal right now. So. Right. Yeah. Me too. Especially they already signed Odell. Which mm. what what was that about yesterday? I feel like he didn't even play until like the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had like one big catch. I saw. I yeah. Know. Yeah. But I think I they're mean, just they're just slowly easing them into yeah because they flowers game management during that plus, Kawhi, plus the ankle during injury the, yeah the ankle yeah. injury going into the game so be on that Kawhi That's Leonard game plan yeah, the Kawhi yeah. the Kawhi Leonard management plan yeah <laughs> load management the game of the week Miami versus the Chargers it was a shootout of all proportions it was a typical Chargers game. It was. It, it really was. <laughs> I told you. I knew it. I said he'll blow it. Yeah, it was. It was. And the, and the defensive line, because Miami's defensive line wasn't doing nothing all game. Then finally they want to show up at the end. They did, though. They showed up. They showed up. And Tyreek Hill. Jesus. <laughs> he was giving JC Jackson. Blues. But wasn't that the point though? The funny part about that whole thing was they got JC Jackson originally to shut down Tyreek Hill. Tyreek yeah. Hill. And then does. he goes and then yeah, he gets yeah. cooked by Justin Justin Watson. <laughs> and then and then does another return. I mean, I know it's Tyreek Hill, but still. You supposed to be a top tier court. You getting top well, tier money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a chance. He got a chance to guard Tyreek Hill just in a different uniform. I still to this day don't understand teams who go man to man on Tyreek Hill. Like, what are y'all doing? It don't work. The Chargers, especially. Like Chargers, how many times has Tyreek Hill ate up the Chargers and he just did it again? How many times does this man have to line up against you, and and you just learn? You gotta have a safety over the top. So, right? it's, not yeah. it's not like the first time that Staley's gone uh, has dealt with that situation too. That's the crazy part about it. That's but it ain't I just Staley. It's, it's yeah. all the other teams that they play. Like, like I've seen it so many times. Yeah, Tyree but killers lined up one on one, and I'm like, really? but he's, <laughs> I get, I get, I get Why his other. No, I get it's been other teams, but here's my here's why I give heat heat to Staley. This dude, he was in your division, so you were seeing him at least twice a year. Yeah, and true. then the fact you still ain't learned yet. Well, you know and, he's an idiot, so you know. Like I said, he'll be out this. He'll be out this year. I we'll, think so. We'll be saying his going. I've been saying this nope. is going away party. I've Don't been saying. Be it. No, 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 no. Don't be surprised if they have a losing record in the middle of the season. That Kellen yeah. Moore is the interim head coach. Do That's not fair. be surprised. That's fair. In the I middle of the season. Kellen Moore is the interim head coach in the middle of the season. I would Just not say, be surprised at all. Let him, let, him, let him give up a couple of games, especially in division. When they play us and they get smoked, or we, you know, we beat them again the same way. Travis Kelsey. Or the Raiders beat them, them or yeah. Well, the, so, tell, the well, the telltale sign early is if how they play the Titans next week. That will be the telltale sign. They should Tannehill looks terrible. Yeah, he does. Tannehill is. Did didn't I say that last week? 
and Clarence kept defending him. I said, I do not trust that dude. And y'all keep defending him. And I kept telling him. And you put up a measly, what, 15 points? Well, first of all, it was a um, it was a situation where- He had like where, three interceptions? He had three picks yesterday, right? We'll talk about Will Tannehill and Vrabel and- Well, I, I thought they would be they would be a lot better said, than what they were. That's why I, again, just me, I just need to give me a big old shirt that says, I told you look, so. Look. Is your answer? <laughs> oh, now it's a different story. I ain't trying to hear that. Clarence, I told you so. It's early, but I told you so. Yeah, you look bad. <laughs> Will Levin might be in there. Malik Willis might be in there. Tannehill, no. Tannehill is over the hill and need to go. <laughs> All sales final must go. Get your back oh, up in there. Man, you'd have made him come in the room. <laughs> He's coming to get you. He's coming to get you. Now, what did you say? What did he's got to go. He's got to go. I said he's got to go. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, the Titans was playing the Saints yesterday, right? In yeah. New Orleans? Yeah. Top-notch defense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. so did he have a chance to win that, the game? So, so when you say that, make sure you understand fully where they were, the defense they were facing. I know that. It's just that simple. I know that. Did they have a chance to win the game? Yeah, they lost by one. And they choked. They had they had their opportunity. So was that so was that solely on Tannehill? <laughs> well, somebody had to play the game all Was that solely on Tannehill? Somebody Did you had to watch the on... game. Did you watch the game? I had to watch I had to watch some of the tapes a little okay. bit. I had no, to watch no, 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 no. Did you watch the game? I couldn't watch the whole game. I told okay, you. I... So it wasn't all on Tannehill, even though he threw those three picks. For them to for him to have three turnovers. And for them to only lose by one point, it ain't all on him. And last time I checked, Derek Carr threw a deep pass down the sideline to convert for a first down, which cost them the ball game. He did. It ain't all on Tannehill. Like I said, he'll still he'll still he'll still be gone though. He'll be gone. Yeah, his contract will be up after this year. What are they gonna keep him for? Like I said, but, I'm but, never, but but again. That, that falls back on how like you I feel said, about Aaron Rodgers as well. So carry on. Like I said, I'm not a believer in Tannehill. I'm I'm not. I haven't. I'm still not. But it's cool though. All I'm gonna say is, told you so. <laughs> What'd you tell me? What'd you tell me? What'd you tell me? Titans ain't going nowhere. Okay. They're not. So so so, so they're. They don't have a shot to win that division. They're they don't have a shot nowhere. to get to get a wild card. They're not going nowhere. You're delusional, dog. You are delusional. The same oh way you God. said Aaron Rodgers wasn't gonna do shit in in New York. You're delusional. You have delusions of grandeur, sir. Clarence, I'm gonna I'm prove it, guy. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and take for granted it. for what he did in, in the past. Then I'm not gonna do to it. Me that Aaron Rodgers is trash. We gotta wait. We gonna wait till we see this year. They gotta play prove the season now. They got to play the season now. They got to play. AFC South is so dominant that the Titans can't win it. Prove to me that because they the strongest win. team in that division is Jacksonville. It's a boat race. struggle yesterday in Indy. They'll so be all right. Prove to me. 
Prove it to me. If if Andy had some, if after Anthony Richardson had just a you know, just a slither, just a slither. They might have beat just a slither. <laughs> Anthony Richardson looked good though yesterday. He did come to, he's probably the best looking rookie out there. Like yeah, yeah and all the rookies some, some, that play quarterback. Yeah, anyway. some some of the rookies did look good. I mean, some of the things you know you can't pull tape on everything, but like I said, we gotta let the regular season play out. But like I said, I have a right to believe that I'm not a believer. I'm a prove it guy. I'm not gonna sit here and say he gonna do this and do that and do that and do that and do that. Prove it. Prove me wrong. I don't care what he did in Green Bay. I don't care. It's a it's a new year. It's a new season. It's that simple. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. They coming tonight. About to put the Buffalo Bills on notice. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. They don't even like each other. I do think that the Jets are gonna win tonight. But I hope they don't get caught in the look ahead game though, because the Cowboys. And then they just looked at the other New York team. Look, they just looked at the other New York team across the way, and they was like, hell. No, nah, we ain't about to look like these dudes over here. <laughs> that was bad. Zero. Like, hell no. <laughs> were, 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 we, were we not surprised? I was. I, I wasn't at all. Zero. <laughs> I wasn't the moment, the moment they signed, they, the moment they put Daniel Jones' name on the dotted line, and that was the opener. I said, said that's my this. line. Somebody's out here stealing lines. You still in country <laughs> lines? <laughs> Dude, I ain't watch the show enough and everything. I'll watch it. Sometimes I don't watch it enough. Damn. But we on the same train of thought, though. I'm like, prove me wrong. That's it's that simple. Like that, Mark. Damn. He just playing. He <laughs> like man. man, Clarence had to jump in the show and everything. Right. I was right. like, oh shit. Right. Like, I'm just uh, glad nobody, nobody killing me you, for my. You Justin don't. You Bills don't play on the team. Thing. You don't have any insiders. Yeah, well, you just, we ain't forgot no. time. No, it's no, he, <laughs> no, no. Here, here's my thing though. It's like, if you go, I understand. It's like you want to talk about you have your right to your opinions and everything, but here I have a right to my opinion too. You're not on the team, you're not. It's like we have all different opinions. I'm a simple prove it guy. I don't care about what you did a year ago, I don't care what you did five years ago. It's that simple. I have my I have my reasons, I have my takes to say what I got to say, but if we're just solely um, debating on everything. It was like, well, he's been doing this, doing that. Okay, that's great. Prove it. It's that simple. I never been. I was never a believer in Tannehill. I don't care what defense it is. I'm still not. <laughs> he looked. I'm saying. I mean. I mean. And the crazy part about it is he came in the jump. Like, I, I, I think Tannehill's a bum person. That's just. I don't care. I, I think he's a mid a mid grade quarterback. That's a game manager that you can be. You can be a wild card team with. That yeah. you can win. Possibly win that. I'm not this year, but you could win that division with them because. I mean, Clarence does bring up a good point. That division is not. It's not it's great. Not division. Division. Yeah. No, it's not great. I, and I it's a trash division. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans did split one with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wouldn't be surprised. Hell, it came down to the last game with them last year. So, I wouldn't be surprised. And that was with yeah. Malik Willis at quarterback. So that Joshua Dobbs. Oh, yeah, that's right. They went and got Josh Dobbs. That's right. You're right. Like, yeah, see? Well, Dobbs is down in Arizona. <laughs> Suck it. Boy. But but here's but here's the thing. The only hope, and it's a sliver of hope, that Jacksonville slips up is the fact that they play a first place schedule. That's the only thing. Other than that, they play a week south in both divisions. Terrible. Like I said, I got that team going somewhere around thirteen and four or some some number like that. I don't see Tennessee doing that. Yep. I don't see Tennessee I, I, I mean, getting yeah, close to that. Winning the, I got Jacksonville winning the division because him and Calvin really look like they. It's like they got something special going on over there. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
I got Travis that stack in, in one of my Travis leagues. Etienne. I went ahead and got them both. Yeah, Travis Etienne. Yeah, I got Trevor Lawrence in a couple of my leagues too. But yeah, Tra- Trevor and Etienne looks like he's gonna eat this year too. So the only right. questions I have about Jacksonville is I still don't like their defense. Like, yeah, Josh Allen, nah. he's a good defensive end. He had like a couple sacks yesterday. Their corners are still. Yeah. yeah only per, only person in that second there like is was the the Andre Cisco kid. That's it. Yeah. He, only one cuz he's a hitter. Yeah. He he he'll, he'll hit you. I'm, he got penalized yesterday for hitting somebody late. But, <clears throat> but yeah, their corners, their corners do not scare me whatsoever at all. No. I think Darius Tony's going to eat against them. And if Travis Kelsey plays, it's, it's lights out. So um that's the only thing. Their their secondary does not scare me at all. Linebackers either. Like they don't scare me. <clears throat> so that's the only question I have with Jacksonville. They can score with the best of them, I think. But when you need that defensive stop, can you get it? That's the que- that's the question I have though with the lack of Chris Jones. That, that that has potential to I mean the cornerbacks they did show some potential, you know, as far as in the um in Detroit game. But no, I don't know. I don't know which way. Seattle, you let me down yesterday, man. You trusted Seattle? (laughs) Yeah, man, I trust Seattle, man. (laughs) Gino? (laughs) No Cooper Cup? I like my odds. I don't trust Gino. I thought Gino was probably in this place where he got some structure around him. He got some good receivers around him. And he let me down. Did you see that clip? <laughs> you see that clip, Gino? When they, I think they was doing like a stunt, and like uh, Aaron Donald was coming behind the defender, like he he did like a delayed blitz, and he just came out of nowhere and shot out of there. And Gino Smith was like, "Oh my god!" and threw it. <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god." Oh, Seattle. They ain't going nowhere. I agree, country. A full game plan this week. We going out there mm-hmm. ready, locked and loaded. Like full said, ten, bullets. Ten, ten days rest. They, they, they should be good to go. Yep. In hot-ass Jacksonville. Let's go. Yep. I'm ready. 86, and they got the humidity. So it's probably going to be that taste like, out of our mouth. It's going to feel like oh. 90 degrees though, out there. It probably is, but that's all mm-hmm. right. They get the water and get the Gatorade flowing. <laughs> get the oxygen tanks out there. Let's go. We ain't got time to be worried about the, the heat. You got to play in all kinds of conditions when you're in the NFL, baby. It's just with this one, they got to win more so. It's more so important for a tiebreaker's sake. They got to make sure they own these games yeah. because we've seen situations. I, I mean, they come, they come out of situations where they've lost a lot of time. I think that it was um like two or three years ago where they lost a whole bunch of tiebreakers but still managed to find a way to get home field. Yeah, Which is yeah, absolutely crazy. That's because all the other teams was losing. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were the two seed. I think the Buffalo, t- the Buffalo was losing. Was the Titans the one seed and then they end up losing or something like that? Mm-hmm. They lost. Yeah, because yeah, they Bengals. lost that. Yeah, they lost that opener because yeah, that's right. They lost to the Bengals in the, in the mm-hmm. divisional round. Then they gave so, it to them. So we had the home game against the Bengals, and unfortunately, we know how that went. <laughs> but hey, we we're Super Bowl. Champions now, so that's all that matters, baby. That's one all year later. But now we in a new season. You know, what I'm saying week one is in is in the bed. Well, almost in the bed. We got a Monday night game tonight. Which, like I said, I got the New York Jets. 
showing out. Aaron Rodgers going to have to have a game. I need him to have a game because he's one of my fantasy league. <laughs> I need him to have a game because he's my fantasy quarterback in two of my leagues. But still, I think he's going to go out there. Garrett Wilson is going to put something on Traverius White. I think mm. they're gonna beat. I think they're gonna beat Buffalo, man. Mm, we shall see. I got twenty-eight, twenty-one. Division, division game. I think it's gonna be a lower scoring game than that. I wouldn't be surprised. It could be one of them twenty-four seventeen games. Yeah, I can see seventeen twenty. I, I really could. I can see, I can see, I can see that. I think yeah. it's gonna be one of those one because of those. I, I, res- I respect the Jets' defense. Yeah, and I think I think the, Quentin uh, Williams is gonna have a game. I think the Bills. De- I think the Bills defense. I think they're gonna they're gonna stay true to who they are. I don't expect no, I don't expect explosive fireworks like they did last year when they blew. The only thing around. that scares me about Buffalo is they don't. Which one is out? Is it Hyde or is it uh, the other one? Uh, Poyer. Poyer. One of the one know. of the safeties is out because Demar. Because everybody thought Demar Hamlin was gonna play, but he's not even playing. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. I guess that makes sense. So that's the only yeah, thing that that. Not having having him out there is gonna. They got nobody on the injury report for Buffalo. I have to double check the other other one now. But yeah, they they said both one of them safeties is out. I think it's hot. I think it's Michael Hot. That's out. Just give just give me a just give me an interesting game and don't get caught in the look ahead because I know the Jets have got uh the Cowboys next week. Yeah, but this is more important to them. It, 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 it should be. This is a division game. The Cowboy game, yeah, but then, is that on prime time? Mm, I think so. Let me see here. Dang. Everybody on concussion protocols already. This is crazy. Uh, and uh, the Broncos still look like trash on offense. I just want to yeah, put that did. out there. They still yeah, they look like trash. Bad. They did look bad. Against the Raiders, yeah. Against that Raiders defense. Like, but what else is new? <laughs> the Raiders didn't look that. I wasn't impressed with the Raiders. Actually, 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 you know what? Now it makes it that much much more interesting why they were so urgent to get a backup quarterback. So I'm like, eh, I say I can see why. I think I think I wasn't that, the I, was, I, was, I wasn't that impressed with the Raiders either. Yeah, I'm never impressed with the Raiders at all. So. I, think it's just a I thought offensively they'd still, you know, put up points, but they couldn't even put in. I mean, I get it. Broncos defense is really good, so I'm not gonna kill them for that. But you know, yeah, but you still gotta have an offense to show and put some points on the board. It looked like the same old Broncos. Good defense, no offense. Terrible offense. They put up, they put know. 16 points up. 16, 16 points. That is crazy. That's like that's like a waste of that is just a waste. It's it's frustrating to watch. I mean, almost. I mean, I guess as as Chiefs fans, we we had experience at one time where we had offense, no defense, defense, no offense. Yeah, that's that's a given. We never have two things at once. Hopefully, this year later in the season, we could finally get that because I think the defensive line is going to be nasty when we get Chris Jones back and we yeah. get Charles Aminu in the middle with FAU and George and you know Dana and all them. Our defensive line about to be nasty. I'm telling you, it's going to be better than last year's. I think come week week four, week five, they'll settle in. That was when it will start to get really interesting. I think that, I mean, I, I don't have when much. Charles comes back. He'll, 
Charles will be back by like week eight, week nine, because you know he got to get acclimated back in because he's out for that suspension. So he's out for six games. So I think the he Chiefs, comes think, back ready to go. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. By I mean, Eagles game, by the time we play the Eagles, that defensive line gonna be heavy. Speaking of defensive line, Jalen Carter, man, Jesus, what did he kid, do? He's gonna be special. He's just a monster, man, in the middle. I know that New England. I know that New England game came down to the wire. I knew that game was going to be closer than what people expected. They were in New England. You got to respect them. I, I understand Mac Jones is the quarterback, but that defense is still good on New England. And when they play in New England, it's just a tough place to play. It's that, and also you're talking about a team that lost both coordinators on the Philly side. That was my only question mark. Is like how they that's my question out. with them too. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I mean, sometimes it works out for the better, sometimes working for the worse. I mean. I just didn't know what to, what to expect. I'm like, I didn't expect him. I did not expect him to lose to Philly by any means, but I, I expect them to do just enough to be able to take care of business and just by the look at the score and everything. I mean, they played it close as far as they to, they played it close as they could, but they came out the W. Yeah, now they, they did. Go and, now they got to turn around and play uh, Minnesota on prime time. Yeah, they should be. Where they, where's that game in, in Philly? Philly. Oh, yeah, they're going to win that game. You know, like I said, they're definitely you know, going to win that game. Primetime, Kurt? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely going to win that game. They're going to be on Kurt's ass. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think last year they got blown up like 20 points or something like that. It was a Monday night game. I remember watching I remember that, that game because I thought it was going to be like, oh, man, it's going to be a good game. And then that was the one Close. game where yeah, that was the one game where everybody was criticizing Minnesota because we didn't know if they were for real or not because they went off in that that huge streak and then they ended up beating mm-hmm. Buffalo and everybody was um, debating if they were number one in the power ranks and then they and then they were who they were. <laughs> they got to the playoffs and got knocked out the first round. I will say this week's power rankers is probably going to be 49ers. They're going to put Dallas up there like number two. Yeah, that's what I said. 49ers, Cowboys, probably Eagles. After that, it's kind of like a jumble. Yeah. Maybe Jacksonville. Maybe. Yeah, maybe Jacksonville. I don't know. I was kind of, I was actually more impressed with what the Lions did. Yeah, the Lions might be up there. Yeah, they might actually, be, they might be just a little bit outside the top five. It depends. They'll be in the top ten. The top three, actually, to round up the top three, it'll, it depends on the winner of the Jets and Buffalo. I'll leave it at that. That's yeah, because if the Jets come out smoking there or the Buffalo comes out smoking or whatever, then yeah, yeah definitely. It depends on that and how close the game is. Yeah. Even if it's a close game, if it's like one of those, like, to the last minute wire, I still, think the, I still think the team that'll come out will still be in the top five. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be like two, three ranks away. It's, it's, it could be top ten. Dolphins, man, yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, I see them somewhere in the sixth. They should be in the top ten. They should be in the top yeah. ten. They be the they be the uh, Chargers team. So, well, the Browns are going to jump though. We know that much. Yeah, because nobody be was. No, I think everybody was expecting. I mean, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Mean, I, don't know, I don't know. I, I know the. I don't know the numbers or anything like that. But I just knew that you know, with all this talk, you know, as far as with Cincinnati and them. <laughs> claim themselves to be the division champions and everybody picking them to get to the Super Bowl. I'm like, not so fast. They gotta get to the division first. Cause now because you gotta worry you gotta get through Lamar Jackson. You gotta hopefully hopefully he stay healthy. 
then you still got to go through. I mean, as you proven that with the Browns and everything, we don't know what they're going to look like. I mean, the Browns are so up and down. You don't know what you're going to get next week. They can have a great game, then have an emotional breakdown next week. You don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Next I week. think I think Deshaun Watson will get better with each game. Um, and plus, it was raining yesterday, so I, that had played a factor yesterday too. But <clears throat> I think Deshaun will. I think Deshaun Watson will get better with each game. You know what? Some tell me the Browns are going to lose next week. Who are they playing? They play the Steelers on a Monday night. I wouldn't be surprised, especially as the Steelers got embarrassed by the 49ers. Yep. Where are they playing at? In Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, they, they might lose that game. Oh, it's two Monday night games next week. Oh, they got doubleheader next week? Yeah. You got the Saints and Panthers on the early – whoa, the, the boring south. The, well, actually, you can see the rookie. I want to see the rookie play. Uh, they play that, – that, that's the four fifteen game, and then the Steelers are the five fifteen game. So we get two two games at once? Okay. You working on that day? What day? No, next Monday. Monday? Yeah, no, I'm off on Mondays. Shoot, you should go live and watch it at the same time. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. I only, I'm trying to keep it to only going live for Chiefs games. You know. Well, let's. Well, then we'll be able to recap and everything. Hopefully, it's on the right side of things, though. Right, right, right. Hopefully. All right, man. Let's go ahead and land this thing. If you look down at the bottom, you'll see the link emqpodcast.com slash locker dash room. That is the link for the locker room access to every morning quarterback. If you click on that link, you'll see all the podcasts that's underneath the every morning quarterback umbrella. They got a 49ers one. They got a Patriots one. They got a Jets one. And they got ours, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. Click on the banner. You'll see all our episodes from recent ones to the past ones go ahead and subscribe also subscribe to their youtube channel they talk about everything league wide last week they just did an interview with scott hansen uh, so go and check that out that was a pretty good interview um if you know scott hansen he's from the red zone channel um and also um they talk about you know betting tips they got a betting channel too and they talk about college football too so go on, check them out every morning quarterback shout out to them And whatever streaming platform that you use to listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Cheap Podcast, it's on there. We got a uh, we we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on uh, Google, we're on Stitcher, Breaker, wherever you listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Cheap Podcast is on there. And whatever social media platform you use, if you see that right above Mark, that at ah Chief Podcast. Go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, and we're on Twitch. Yep, we just made a Twitch channel. We're going to be bringing you some gaming stuff real soon, some Madden stuff, all that stuff. So check us out. Um, <clears throat> so follow us. We'll follow you back. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we're not Hollywood over here. We fans just like y'all. We just, you know, trying to give y'all the best chiefs content that we can give you so if you got any feedback any questions any you know topics you want us to bring up man hit us up man and you know we'll bring it up well, as long as it's you know within reason not some silly you know topic you know what i'm saying Thanks. keep it with the chiefs so you know nfl base type topics you know what i'm saying so you know hit us up man until next time yeah